Welcome, friends, to another festive episode of the Griefs Podcast, episode number 15. Yep. My name is Alex. Get that right with out me, of the way. <laughs> with me, as always, is the Van Helsing to my Dracula, Johnny Chase. Hey, Alex, how's it going? I'm okay, how are you? <laughs> Pretty good. This, this second intro went better than the first. Did it? <laughs> I oh, think so. I, I, aw. That's too bad. Huh. But uh, but what's been shaking? Having some router trouble? Yeah, yeah. The my my uh my router just kept resetting for no apparent reason. Uh, I just got stuck in like a loop for some reason, and I was able to eventually just reset the whole thing. Just hard to do a hard reset on it. Got it back going. Do you just, do you just unplug it and plug it back in? <laughs> no, that didn't work. That was the first thing I did. <laughs> I had to actually... Why? Why is that the, like the solution to like everything with technology? Uh, because just like a whole bunch of junk gets collected and and not gotten rid of, like just like unused bits or bits that were used at one point but then uh, aren't being used anymore and can be cleaned out. They're not, so then they uh, just start taking up too much space and then just everything blows up. I don't know. Like what? I'm just assuming. <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> yeah, you're a computer. You know all this. Stuff. Uh, yeah, I know. I am a computer. That's the that's the that's the thing. Um, you know, it's actually funny. Um, what's funny? What's funny? Uh, I, I, uh, I thought that would, something that would help me with my papers this week yeah, yeah. would be I bought, I bought Dragon. You, oh, you, really? <laughs> yeah. Dragon Dictation? So, yeah. Okay. So I thought I could just, like, dictate all my, um, all my, uh, my papers. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm actually it's still going right now. And it thinks your name is Eggs. <laughs> well, technically. In computer speak, that is my name. So that, that's oh, technically right. Oh, actually, called you uh, Whitney Rodney. Whitney Rodney? Yeah. That... Well, there you go. There's that's there's the griefed endorsement oh. of Dragon Dictation. And uh, it called you Tiger. <laughs> when you say Dragon Dictation, does it know Dragon Dictation? Does it say that? Does it write that on the screen? Uh, Dragon Dictation. Oh, it got Whitney Rodney when I said Whitney Rodney again. It's still catching up. <laughs> it's going kind of slow. Uh, well, oh, sense. whoa! It just it, it made bullets and it just started doing. It's doing crazy shit right now. Okay, excellent. Did you? All right. Um, well, that's cool. So I, I guess that hasn't been working out too well. <laughs> that's all right. I got a paper done with it. Oh, that's cool. So wait, um, what pro- what's the process that you're uh, in right now for applying to schools and stuff? Uh, just the whole time I say the whole time of game stuff. Really? Still making trying to make trying to still trying to crack uh, levels and things like that and do all that stuff. So that's cool. um, yeah, so that's all right. That's all right. So uh, except- how many places are you actually applying to? A bunch. Okay, cool. Um. So uh, excited for the Avengers this weekend? You mean tomorrow? Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Yeah. Are you going tomorrow night? I don't know. Really? Yeah. Well, it's probably sold out by now if you haven't gotten the tickets. I know. Yeah. You're just gonna go this weekend. That makes more sense. I was thinking today. I'm just. I'm like regretting this decision. It's it's gonna be such a terrible day at work. It's just gonna be. I mean, we're not gonna get out of the theater until three at the earliest. I think. And, uh, well, and then we have to stay and, well, and watch the credits, right? Because there's going to be something there. Well, yeah, because they they filmed something afterwards, right? Yeah, that was the whole thing. Yeah, so. Well, 
so uh, are you going to work? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, are you taking the day off? No, I'm just going to go to work. Pete and I were going to both take the days off and then um, and watch all the other movies, like Iron Man, Iron Man 2, and uh, Thor, Hulk, and Captain America. But he, uh, I don't know, he says he's got like a whole bunch of stuff to do uh, at school that day, so he can't actually take the day off. So I figured I would just... I'll just so go in he's going to have, so our friend Pete being a, a teacher, yes. he's going to have like three hours of sleep. Yep. Probably. If he's lucky. Yeah. You're going to have like none. Okay. What are you going to do? You're going to go back gonna, all the way up? I'm gonna, oh, no. Yeah. We're seeing a new rock. Oh, okay. All so right. I'm going so like, to go. have like four hours of sleep, and he's going to have like two hours of sleep. All right. That's not too bad. So it's better for me. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Pete. <laughs> Yeah, no, it worked out for you. Yeah. Slam dunk. So, oh, but you are going to see it this weekend. Oh, I mean, how can I not? Like, well, yeah, I mean, you have to for Sunday. But in general, besides yeah. other other podcasts, um, no, like, uh, like the the geek. The same reason I couldn't go without a PlayStation Vita is right. the same reason that I couldn't like not see Avengers. Avengers. Yeah, exactly. But like, I'm surprised that you're able to to like. Uh, be like, no, I'm not going to go on Thursday night at midnight. And I'm surprised you actually gave up a ticket tonight to see it. You see a screening of it tonight. I did. Yeah, did to do work. Yeah. So stress how studious I am. Yeah, that's good. That's they. That's grown up. That's like what Blink One Eighty Two said. Yeah. I guess this is grown up. That's Blink One Eighty Two. This is yeah. grown up. Yeah. Man, so check off Blink One Eighty Two oh. on your bingo card. Yeah, it's on there. Yeah. That was you, buddy. No, I'm here. Can you hear me? Okay, just uh. Yeah. No. Okay. Uh. Okay. I'm pulling it up here. I'm stopping it. You're stopping Dragon Dictation. I am because dictate. Stop it. It's dictating me. It's like I don't want to dictate anymore. <laughs> well, at least it caught up. Yeah. I mean that is pretty good. All right. So Alex, uh, just just tons of schools that you're applying to right now. Given up Avengers. That's pretty. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's again. Uh. You know. Uh, just trying to make make an honest man of myself. There you go. You know what? Hey. Yeah. There, there we go. Good on um, you. Good on you. Well, thanks. Uh, well, thanks for being an honest man. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, good. what have you been playing? That's pretty good. Oh, okay. Nothing. Nothing new this week. Be honest. Really. Because you're an honest man. I know. I know. Yeah. I know. I'm an honest man. I know. I'm an honest man. God, now you got me on the spot. Okay. So, I played. I played some Luminez. That was pretty good. All right. I like How's it good? I, I just, I don't know. I like the game a lot. <laughs> That's pretty much what it comes down to. Uh, Fez. I played... Oh, you, like, you cracked Fez even I, more, right? I cracked the... Yeah, I am 206.2% complete in Fez, so I think that's as high as I can actually get. I don't know. Some people that on the leaderboard have code, even higher, but... That Da Vinci Code is solved. Yeah, yeah, that Da Vinci Code is solved, exactly. It And it was uh, Tom Hanks. Yep. Oh, man, the whole time. Yeah, who knew? I thought it turned out to be Amelie, right? Yeah, well, I mean, I assumed it would, but then no. I mean, hey, they went a different way, so that's good. That's good, yeah. yeah. That's right. But yeah, so, um, wait, ha- have you played Fez anymore? Not much more, unfortunately. No, okay. That was, I don't know, I just, I got such, just a Fez high, pretty much. I On Friday night, I got through the um, the 32 cube door, and then... Well, you've given me a contact of Fez high. Yeah, all right, well, good. <laughs> Um, a second-hand Fez high. Yeah. <laughs> you hotboxed. I hotboxed, yeah. I hotboxed this, uh, this podcast with Fez. 
It's and, and then I was I, okay. So here's the weird thing: is that I ended up getting 65 cubes instead of 64, and I didn't put in any. I don't, I don't know what the the exploit is to get like infinitely more cubes, because if I had known it, I would be number one right now. Like flat out, I would have exploited the crap out of it, and everyone would be like, "That guy's such a dick," because he did. But I would have done it, and that's the only way I can really prove that I I haven't used the exploit uh, to get 65. But because I had 65 when I finished. I didn't get the alternate ending. And that that really depressed me. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, I know. So are you going to try to go through it again? Is it worth trying to see it again, or are you just going to YouTube it? I think. Well, I already did YouTube it. But I uh, think that there's going to be a patch at some point. It's supposed to come out and, and maybe fix that issue, so I'm hoping that it comes out and then I can finally just go and see it. Because all I have to do right now in the game is just walk over to the 64 cube door and go through it to get the ending. Oh, I mean, no, 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 sorry. I go through the 32 cube door again, and then you get the ending. 64 cube door, something else. Jeez. So many layers. I know, yeah. It's cool. I, I like that a lot. Uh, what else? I, You know what I I just uh, randomly pulled out this weekend was Bulletstorm. Yeah? Yeah. Going back to the, the well of that? I was in I'll, the... I'll hold up. I was in the mood for a little shooter action, so uh, I pulled out some Bullet Storm, and I wanted to do some of the echoes. I was not feeling that at all. <laughs> I'm not gonna really? lie. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, and I loved Bullet Storm, like, but I think I just I loved the characters and the story surrounding Bullet Storm and sort of like you know the mockery that Bullet Storm had in it, and not and I guess not so much. And I thought it was the gameplay. I thought I loved the gameplay. I thought I loved how like silly and 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 how cool it was to whip people and slow them down and give them the boot. But no, I just uh, I wasn't feeling roots it. Roots are radical. Yeah, exactly. You know I'm radical. Yeah. So um, Rancid's coming back in town soon. I think we might have to go. Really? Oh, I totally go. Um. Definitely. So, so you're saying that like the gameplay itself really didn't do it for anything? Yeah, like, no, the gameplay it's wasn't bite sized. Yeah, maybe Did it was you just play because it I didn't. Online with well? No, I mean maybe that was another thing. I just played it by myself with a one computer AI, and I played an early level. I probably should. have done something later to have like better guns as opposed to just like the uh, standard fare but yeah I mean I'll give it another shot because I did really enjoy that game and if anything I could go through that campaign again I, I enjoyed it enough yeah I mean I, I recently last well last year um, played through some of the campaign again and nice. still really liked it cool yeah and so I'm trying okay. to think besides that I don't Oh, oh well, I, did, I did a bunch of Geometry Wars again, but we don't have to go into that. <laughs> um, oh, it's just, it's so and addictive. Bought, and you bought Trials, right? I bought Trials. My internet gave out on me while Trials was downloading. I was 83%. I was going to try and play some before uh, the podcast, but I wasn't able to. Uh, wow. And then I didn't want to start it up again because I was afraid that if I did, the whole internet would go down again. True. <laughs> sure. uh, but yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have that shortly, and I'm going to have Awesome Knots soon, and I'm going to get Mortal Kombat. I'm gonna get more oh, combat on Vita. No, I was gonna buy, I was gonna buy that and uh, trials tonight and have them downloaded and see if I could try them out before the podcast. But then the internet was dead. Mm -hmm. So yeah, because I was gonna be curious to hear how the um, the touch uh, fatality. Yeah, I'm was. interested to see what uh, what that uh, what that does and how cool it is. <laughs> well, like I mean, like if it's just like, instead of having to remember stuff. That's what I'm really boop, hoping it is. Because yeah. Like, if you tap in a different place or, like, a different series of taps, I guess. I mean, that would still be remembering stuff, but... No, I'm excited. 
But then, yeah, I, then I start was, to question um, whether I should get like Ultimate Marvel. Really good. I really liked it. Um, no, no, nothing else. That was pretty much it. Uh, I was gonna ah. play some SSX, and I was thinking about playing some Witcher Two, but then I just got kind of caught up in in Fez oh, and Geometry yeah. Wars. So. <laughs> Oh, you didn't play any Witcher 2? I didn't play any more Witcher 2. No, I sunk like eight hours in in that one day, and I haven't gotten back to it yet. Geralt is going to be so mad I know, you. but I have been reading uh, the second... Uh, chronologically, the second book, but it's technically the first book, I guess, because the, f- the actual first book is just a collection of stories, uh, which I finished that one. But I've been reading the, uh, the first novel, and they're going to be coming out with the second novel uh, sometime in 2012, so I'm excited about that. Oh, nice. Are those good? Yeah, they actually are. They're really good. Wow. I never really got into video game books. I mean, this, these were books well before the video before, games ever came yeah. out. Yeah. I think this was like in the 90s or something like that. Oh, really? Wow. Uh, I might be wrong about that, but I, I think it was, yeah. No. Yeah, so pretty it's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. So what about you, Alex? What have you been playing? Uh, well, I did play Awesome Knots. Okay, um, how was it? Did you Did you know anything about that game? Nope. Absolutely nothing. I just like the name. Uh, yeah, so it's free for PlayStation Plus members, so there's no reason not to get it and okay, give I'll it go. a whirl. Oh, yeah, I'll go um, But, uh, so, kind of like the art and humor style of it is cool because it's based on, like, Saturday morning cartoon shows. Right, yeah, That's that was the only thing I saw about it uh, today when I looked up, so that kind of interested yeah. me. Yeah, so like it's got like an awesome like theme that's like like awesome knots and nice. like you know, uh, and like everyone's like really kind of you know looks like a '90s Saturday morning cartoon. Um, I didn't realize that it's an online team-based kind of tower defense or defensey. Oh wait, game. really? Yeah, I had no idea. So right, it's three on it's three or, or four on four. It's three on three or four on four. I can't remember which. Um, I think it's three on three. Yeah, and you pick like a different character among like a whole bunch of classes. You okay. unlock loadouts. Okay. So you can get like extra. You know, it, it decides kind of. I think what's in your store when you want to buy stuff. Uh, it's kind of counter strikey, I guess, in the sense that like okay. you have to get like uh, money to be able to buy powers and things like that. Oh, wow. you just start off kind of your basic attack. Okay. Um, and you're just kind of going through, and it's weirdly almost like Dota. Because really? there are little robots that go towards, like, these turrets that you have to destroy to make it to another round of turrets on the other side to get to their drill to destroy it. Seriously? So, yeah, so the robots need to be there because if the robots aren't there to draw fire, you'll just die right away, pretty much, from the turrets. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, interesting. So it's it's interesting. I played about like four or so rounds of it, four or five rounds. Um, I thought you were about to say four or five hours. No, no, only few rounds. Uh, it just came out yesterday. Um, it's all right. Um, yeah, not like, I, not totally like, winning I, you over though. No, I mean, like, I just wish that like. None of the attacks feel like they're super strong right. or, or that great. Um, and I haven't really found a character I really like. Okay. Um, I've been unlocking more and more, so apparently there's more characters and things like that. How do you more- feel about tower defense games in general? Sorry. I like them. Okay. But, um, I didn't realize that this had no story mode. That's weird. Yeah. I don't, yeah okay. I was kind of hoping like a story, like a, a Saturday morning cartoon yeah, story Yeah, that would be mode. great, yeah. 
So is, yeah. is the online multiplayer, is that is there any story at all to that, or is it just... Not really. No? You are going to destroy a drill. That's it? That's literally it? Yep. That's it. But they could have done so much more with those characters. I don't know. <laughs> all right, well... It's kind of like that, right? Yeah, kind of. I don't... All right, well... I just, you could say that maybe I'll be sad when that show is canceled. Ooh, Wow. That was very Kent Brockman of you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually I actually don't hate it, but it's just like okay. again, I'm I'm had to reset my expectations. Right. Okay. I did try the demo for Dragon's Dogma. Oh, how was that? I wanted to get. Oh, I totally forgot that came out. Okay, I'm excited. Um. Should I not I be excited? <laughs> okay. You sound. You sounded like a. Raptor screeching in the air or something. That was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess you could say I might not always be following this Dragon's Dogma. Oh, jeez. <laughs> are you going to say this after every game? Uh, perhaps. Oh, gosh. Maybe I will. Uh, okay, so wait. So, uh, do, all right, what is Dragon's Dogma? Okay, so it only has two kind of quick quest things on there. I think they're each like only like 15 minutes long. So what I imagine is a really long game. There's not much of. Um, it's a Eastern kind of take on Western RPGs. Okay. Like it's like it's like a Capcom. Like I believe it is Capcom. Uh, it's like Capcom's Dragon Age. Is what I always thought. Okay. Kind of going in. Okay. Um, but there's some interesting things to it. There's like a character. You know, it's got a like character creator. It's got all that stuff. Okay. Uh, that's kind of um, you know. A staple of, of you know like a dragon age um yeah, and uh you go in and you kind of have a light and heavy attack okay um i didn't really experience any magic i mean like <laughs> um but you can call in like summon people to help you like at certain areas okay like you can be like i like i just got like an archer and a mage and they followed me around. Oh, right. Okay. But there's, like, so many people following you around and stuff. Like, there's other AI people there already. Um, and all the voice actors are all talking at the same time. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> no, try it. It gets so funny. It's like, oh, attack him. Go, look out. Get him with your sword. Get the beast while he's down. And, like, all this stuff is, like, repeating over and over again at the same time. That is crazy. It sounds like you're. It sounds like you're going schizophrenic. All right, I'm gonna try this out. I'm gonna download this uh, after this call. Um, yeah, I mean, the the action itself is okay. okay. Um, I and then there I fought like a chimera and stuff like that. Nice. One of them. Uh, now, like the are there RPG elements? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's XP. The, the the sections weren't long enough for me to do anything with the XP. Okay. Okay, but you were actually accruing XP though. Yeah. Okay. Like there was a thing on the side that would be like 750 XP and all this stuff. Okay. So I mean, I'm assuming the actual game. Like I saw this game at PAX. Yeah. A little bit. Um, and it seemed like there was a lot more to it there. Okay. When I saw it, it looked like kind of a. I mean, that build seemed later than this one. Um, like I saw people like climbing on top of stuff and, oh, wow. and killing them and kind of cool. Um, was everyone talking at the same time in, in that? I didn't have the headphones on. <laughs> okay. Uh, I didn't actually get hands on with it. 
Um, but that's the kind of thing that just drove me a little nuts. That's kind of crazy. How did they? I mean, all right, that's sure. <laughs> Why not? Hey, you, you recorded all those voice tracks. You're gonna hear them one way or another. Yeah, like, all right, let, let's let's try it. Uh, let's both just shout things that you'd hear in a battle for a second. Really? Just give the, um, yeah, let's give the folks at home the... Like, we normally talk over each other. Yeah, let's we do. do this. Like, Alright, so you just want us to just keep talking the whole time and just... Well, it's, yeah, exactly. Just, the whole just time keep talking keep and talking. just see what happens. And it doesn't, exactly. Do you think it'll even like play the on the radio? Right. I mean, this I, seems to just be annoying <laughs> in a long time. Yeah. So that's kind of what Dragon's Dogma was like. Yeah. Okay. There you go. That that was a griefed exclusive look at Dragon's Dogma right there. <laughs> it's a dick. I don't know why. That, that was... um, but uh, no, it was it was again like the action stuff was fine. Um, hey, fly, get out of here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Wasn't too crazy about kind of everything else. Um, I played a Valley Without Wind. I wanted to pick this up. All right, how was it? You pick it up. Really? You bought it. Um, <laughs> Dude, I bought it? Okay, so I already bought it. I just haven't installed it yet. Oh, wait, no, I didn't install it. I just haven't played it. I saw that you bought it, so I bought it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. You have no idea what this game is? Nope. You just totally bought a game. I, I, really, <laughs> I really like the title of this game. <laughs> I thought it was like a Lost Wind sequel. No, I just like... <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's a huge ass fly. It's, it's it just sounds like it's like a John Ford movie or something. That's why I got yeah. it. <laughs> um, so okay, this game is super weird. Oh, yes. Um, okay, so it's procedurally generated worlds. Okay. And it's kind of a rogue like. Okay. Um, sounds like I made a good decision. Yeah. Um, it's like kind of Metroidvania e. Okay. Like you're in a sense, like you're platforming, side scrolling, and there's a map in the upper left that's filling in. Okay. Um, and there's also like town mechanics, so like your town gets resources and levels up or something. I don't understand it. Huh. The music's really cool. Okay. Um, it has like kind of like a, again like an old like it looks kind of like an old Castlevania type game. Oh nice. So um, got an old Castlevania type score. There's no score, I don't think. Oh, okay. Uh, but the thing is, like, again, kind of like a roguelike, you pick up, you level up by finding, by either, by kills, like, I think it's like 75 or something first unlock. Um, that, or you find um, upgrade stones okay. throughout the world. And when you find those, when you get to, like, 16 or something of them, you can upgrade, like, you, get a, you can start down, like, the upgrade path and stuff. Um, but when your character dies, you lose everything. Oh wow! Oh yeah, so it's so it is a roguelike, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> there's not like there's about three different kinds of guys uh, so far. One mechanic that I thought was kind of neat for like the platforming, yeah, is that you pick up uh, like wooden planks. Okay. And in certain areas of like the world, you can lay them, okay. so you can kind of like make your own path as you platform around. Oh, cool! That's awesome. Yeah. So there's a, again, there's a lot of interesting tough stuff to it. But a lot of stuff isn't really explained that well, even though there's like tutorial things all on the way. Um, oh, so. Maybe I just didn't really read them all. I probably didn't. Um, but I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing with the town stuff. Okay. Like, I don't know how I'm supposed to be increasing the resources and right. population. All that. 
I don't get it. Um, Wait, so I got a couple <laughs> of questions about it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so when you die, do you start back at like the beginning of the game, or do you, or do you like respawn where you just died, just I with nothing? Not, I haven't died yet. Oh, okay. Never mind. Uh, I the same so time, and I'm still afraid to upgrade. I have all this upgrade stuff. I won't use it because I'm afraid. Okay. All right. Well, then, since you haven't died yet, uh, I don't really have any other questions. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm only about two and a half hours in. Okay. Well, that's still pretty good with that dying. Yeah, I mean it's it's not that hard. Um, you heard it here first. Get, Alex does not think your game is hard. No, I mean I'm sure it is. <laughs> I was able to purchase spells that don't count with the upgrade stuff from another area. Like there's just a lot of things that don't make that I don't understand what happens. I just kind of go with it sounds as it like happens. A, sounds like a two D uh, Demon Souls. But Except not easier. As hard. Yeah. <laughs> I don't last this long in Demon Souls. Yeah, that's true. Um. Yeah, that's on Steam for like ten bucks. Yeah, it's cool. Like, I I think it's worth checking out. It's a time sink. Like, you won't realize how much time has gone by. Okay, nice. Um, I'll I'll have to play that tonight. Yeah, you own it. Yeah, and I've downloaded it as well. I remember downloading it. That's really funny. I literally, I saw you bought it, and I was like, I'm in. Why not? (laughs) Yep. Oh, I I buy a lot of stuff on Steam. Oh yeah, I bought another thing on Steam. Oh, what, what else did you buy? I don't. I can't even tell you. <laughs> I can't remember. All I remember, I, I bought a valley. I bought the valley, and then um, there's something else that I recommended for like three ninety nine. I was like, all right. Yeah, is it, you, is it the noir two, two? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> devotion thing. Yeah, that was the one. Wait, I like yeah. that. I like the title of that game too. <laughs> did you play it? Nope. I did. It's Noi to love. To devotion. No two love apparently was another game. Okay. So, so what, this is part two, devotion. So yeah. So how is it? Fucking weird. <laughs> uh, no, it's okay. Um, it's actually it's it's not that spectacular. Oh, okay. Uh, it kind of looks like a Metal Slug game. Okay. Uh, which is cool. Like it's really chunky kind of pixelated type stuff. It looks like a, um, you know, it's got like a quirky sense of humor. Like they're, they're really like, they kind of wink at the camera a little bit. Okay. Um, but like bad guy, but pretty much all you have is you click on things to attack them uh, with the left mouse button and you right click to do like kind of like a specialish type move, but you can only do it directionally. So it's like, so the chick that I was playing as, which I think is the only chick you can play as, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, you do up and you just do like a spin move. You do left, you do like a or right, you do like a dash move. Um, oh, weird. That's it. And guys just keep coming and you just click, 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 click like nonstop. Okay. And right. it's just a lot. Of, it's okay. It's worth three ninety nine. Yeah. Check it so out if you want to. Um, I did buy another thing on Steam. I bought a six-year-old game. I bought Call of Cthulhu Dark Corners of the Earth. Oh, nice. How was it? Did you play it at all? Yeah, I played about an hour of it. Um, I've always wanted to get that game. Yeah, me too. And I saw it dropped in price from like 20 to $10. Oh, sick. Uh, permanently. So uh, it's that cheap now. Um, and uh, it's pretty like it's pretty Lovecraftian, I guess. <laughs> uh, I would hope so. Yeah, it, uh, it kind of does a similar thing like Eternal Darkness. Like, it's all, like, it's got, like, 
sanity stuff going the whole time. Okay. There's no HUD whatsoever. Nice. So um, it's not even like not like Dead Space kind of had like a little like cheating HUD yeah. where it had like you know your back was lit up like this is nothing. Okay. The thing is audio and kind of like visual cues. Like um, and since that like your you just start like your heart will start beating a lot. Okay. Um, things will get fuzzy and like kind of like drunky looking. Like nice. it's not like um, like I read actually. I, it's when I like read up the Wikipedia afterwards. Um, awesome. After playing, the, and they're like, Eternal Darkness called out that it was a game with its insanity stuff. They wanted to kind of keep it in the world. Okay. I kind of like loved uh, Eternal Darkness insanity stuff, like the fact that like it was like, oh, your memory card's been erased. Yeah, yeah. I fucking fell for that the first time. Yeah. We all did. Don't worry. <laughs> um, like, this is just kind of like, oh, I feel like I'm growing great. Like, it's just like, I need to say you're, like, drunk in Grand Theft Auto 4 or something like that. Okay. Um, but it's okay. Um, it's cool. It's got, like, a cool world, good atmosphere. Um, it's not a shooter while it is a first-person game. Like, I haven't shot anything. I, haven't, I don't think I've held a gun in the hour I've played. Just, what, what is it, melee then? Nope. Nothing? Just been, just been sneaking around. Okay, cool. Have you gotten uh, caught by thing? Has anything attacked you? Has anything come after you? Have you run from stuff? Kinda. Stealth. Kinda? It's been stealth. Okay. So, but are the stealth sections difficult or? Uh, they're kind of shitty. They are. Uh, guy sees you uh, barely and runs over and catches you, and you uh, have to restart the whole section. <laughs> okay. I got you. That's like they're kind insane. of shitty. Years ago, stealth sections. Okay. And, like, there's no cover or anything mechanic, so... Oh, God, okay. Like, again, like, we're kind of spoiled now. Yeah, that's true. This is a decently old game. All right, well, that um, sounds cool, though. Kind of yeah, fun, though? Like, yeah, you like the yeah, yeah the atmosphere? Yeah, that that's good. Um, cool. It's just funny, because, like, you, like, go into, like, the second section, you're, like, going into a, um... Uh, like, a town... Like, a hidden town in Massachusetts nice. near uh, Arkham Asylum. Nice. Uh... And everyone there talks like this. <laughs> okay. Everyone looks and talks like the truck driver guy from Futurama. That's awesome. You're, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. You're kind of selling. You're selling me the game right now. Yeah. No, it's not bad. It's it's, it's cool. Um, it, it pretty much. I think it opens with your character killing himself because he's been driven crazy by everything that's happened in the game. All right. There you so, go. Uh, Call of Cthulhu. Pick it up now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty Lovecraftian in that sense. Um, um, uh, dude, dude's just going nuts. That's awesome. That sounds uh, cool. Yeah, I was in the mood for something like that. Like something that was like, you know, in the sense like, you know, like a Bioshock or System Shock, something that's kind of like a cool world. Yeah. Uh, and I got that, and it definitely delivers on that. Gameplay-wise, maybe it's not the best. Uh, but that's not kind of not why you play that game. Yeah, that exactly. is the sense. Um, so the last thing I played, I finally got in the mail tigs. You're gonna be proud of me. Okay. Been jacking my mind. Oh, let me hear about it. How is mind jack? Okay, so for the uninitiated, yes. Uh, mind jack is a third-person cover-based shooter from Square Enix. Yep. Um, developed by Fuel Plus. Okay. Never heard of them. Nope. Um, and it's the concept is like you can hijack people's 
minds and their bodies. Um, so like Syndicate. With technology. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like Syndicate. But less cool. Okay. And so where do the monkeys like, come in? <laughs> yeah. Don't, no explanation. Okay. So much, <laughs> That's awesome. So, yep. So many things in this world, just no explanation, and like the world isn't cool enough for you to take it at its word. <laughs> so uh, the whole thing is just kind of like you kind of just are. Like, the reason you're playing is just for some justification of why everything's so dumb is happening. Yeah, it doesn't come. Oh god. Uh, so it's like it's not terrible. It is not far. Like it is not a terrible, terrible game. It's okay. just so middle of the road. Like, everyone feels weak. Like, um, and maybe they try to make up for that, obviously, by you taking over people. Like, so, while you're in, like, a combat scenario, because pretty much it's always just funneling you into, like, moderately sized rooms with cover areas and okay. uh, a bunch of guys coming towards you. And um, you can shoot someone for a little bit, and they're, they kind of get on the ground, and their health is low, and you can make them a mind slave. Okay. Uh so that does like shoot out a little ball of light and they start falling, fighting for you. And, uh, or you can press both the triggers, uh, but not both the triggers, uh, both the thumbsticks in and you leave your body and either you can fly around and try to find something to possess or you can just, you know, scroll around with the bumpers and which I usually do. Uh, don't know why you'd fly around. Uh, <laughs> but, um, you can just find like, like for instance, in the first air, uh, level, you're in an airport. And you can possess stewardesses who nice. automatically have guns when you possess them. <laughs> awesome. Again, why do they all have guns? I don't know. Mind Jack won't tell me. It's kind of like the Matrix, uh, where they can just turn people into Asian Smiths immediately, and then they all they all have guns. And that was totally part of the elevator pitch for this game. <laughs> yeah. It was like the fucking Matrix. But like everything is just so weak. Like you possess robots, all this stuff, and there are robot apes for some reason. Awesome. Um, all this stuff is like happening, and it's kind of all right when you've got like a whole bunch of guys and like, you uh, coming at you, and you flank them by possessing someone else, and you you know mind slave people along the way, and you're like kind of turning the tide on them. That's all right. Okay. Um, but uh. Man, that game just like nothing really feels that satisfying. It's like kind of like with actually with like Operation Raccoon City, I like dude just doesn't feel good to shoot dudes. Right. Cover really is my feeling. Um, like the game itself just kind of doesn't play well. Um, and with no good story or anything like that, like it's just all resting on this being able to possess thing, like mechanic, and that gets old after about I played about an hour, a little over an hour, and um. I got old after about 20 minutes. Oh, that's depressing. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a tiny robot. I'm flying around. <laughs> uh, and like, so it, and like, they don't give you any kind of like contextual information on what to do with these specific guys. Okay. Uh, like one robot I possessed was like a ticker and just blew up. Okay. So I possessed him, blew him up, and then there was a cooldown, so I just couldn't do anything for like 10 seconds. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, so it's, 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 again, it's not great. Well, uh, you know, but I'd love to hear the story of Jin as he helps some activist girl escape evil people for nice. no all this again, no reason, nothing is justified. So, um, when, when you jump out of someone's body and like possess a robot, what what does your character's body do? Like, what if it gets shot and dies? Taken over by AI, so he can get shot and die. And then, if if he does get shot and die, game over. 
you can heal him as long as I think it's as long as him and her aren't both taken down. Okay. I actually died once because it's for the most part pretty easy. Again, everyone's pretty weak. Okay. Whether it's you, the guys, the bad guys, the people you possess, everything's just just weak. Kind of weak. Like nothing feels like it takes that much effort. Okay. Um, and the whole thing is, I did not have anyone. I kept my game open the entire time I played. <laughs> yeah. Tiggs, I'm gonna shock you here. Not one person joined my game. No one joined your game. That's because everyone just wants to play that game solo. Ah, uh, that's true. Yeah. Right. Uh, but it's good for the chivas. Okay, that's cool. How many did you um, get? I got like a hundred in the first, like, you know, first little bit. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Uh, any more? Oh, any more turning point? No, no, nothing yet. I thought. Yeah. I thought about it. It was. It was literally just like sitting in my PS3 for like a week, and I never took it out. But I just so I'd like stare at my PS3 and be like, "No, I don't want to play you right now. I don't even want to turn you on because turning points in there." <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll give each other new ones next week. I'll, I will play some more turning point this week though. Just yeah, a little bit more because I am yeah. I'm probably I'm almost halfway through. Oh really? I put a, yeah, I put a couple of hours in the first night. How was uh How is Winston Churchill doing? He's he, not well. Let's just say that. Not well. Oh, no. <laughs> what? He didn't give his speech? No, he didn't give his speeches. The Nazis won, or they're taking over, or something. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so, other than jacking my mind, that's been it. Um, nice. Nothing else kind of new. There's, we're in kind of a dead zone until May 15th. That's right. That's when Max Payne comes out, right? Max Payne and Diablo 3. Um, huge. Yeah, it's a big week. Um, Just good. Give us a little you know, time. Exactly. A little recovery time is, is bad. Um, Give us know, some time Max to catch Payne. up on games. Uh, you know, Max Payne. A lot of people die in that game, Tiggs. A lot of people do die in Max a lot, Payne. A lot of good men. A lot of good men die. <laughs> but also probably some not so good ones. Well, um, maybe. It's a Max Payne game. They're probably all addicted to pills. That's true. Even you are in that uh, game. It's true. In a way, aren't we all in real life? Literally, yeah. Yeah, no, I really <laughs> Yeah, seriously. Exactly. This is this this whole... Uh, have you not noticed that this podcast is just a craft for help? <laughs> Listeners, please. <laughs> please. Please. <laughs> please take us back. <laughs> yeah, seriously. it's It's been really rough. It's so tough. <laughs> so lovely. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah. So, a lot of yeah, people... Get, yeah. Uh, a lot of violence in games in general yeah. nowadays, really. And you know, last week we talked about loving. We did. Sexy, sexy loving. Knockin' boots. Uh, Knockin' uh, boots. Coitus. Um, coitus interruptus. Um, uh, given uh, the old hot coffee. Yep. Talking to the admiral. <laughs> uh, flying a kite. Uh, changing the channel. <laughs> Dropping the ring in Mordor. Uh, uh, a little house in the prairie. Oh, uh, anyway, so yeah, but this week we're going to discuss violence in games. Yeah. yeah. You know, Take it down a notch. You know. Yeah, now we're going to get real sexy. Yeah, this is, this is where the real sexy podcast comes in. Oh, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but yeah so I think violence is something that's been kind of a big part of games for the last 
30th. Um, <laughs> as long as we've been playing I mean, games, pretty much. Yeah, it, I mean, it's kind of the the thing I want to, you know, get from this is like, you know, is it something that we need in games? I, I mean, there's no violence in Luminous. No, that's a pretty awesome game. Uh, there's barely any violence in Fez. <laughs> you can make a argument that those platforms that try and crush you are violent, but you know, there's really besides that, there's really no violence in Fez. Um, uh, but these are Yoshi's these are Island. these are two. I don't know. Don't you don't you stomp on things in Yoshi's Island? That's pretty violent. Wait, which one's the one where Yoshi's Cookie? Oh yeah, Yoshi's Cookie. Yeah, Doctor Mario. Yeah, I thought healing people. That's the opposite. So outside of... Uh, yeah, exactly, that is the opposite. We're going to deal with healing games next week. But for now, we're just talking about violent games. All, all trauma Center and, uh, and Dr. Mario. Yeah, that's it. That's all we're going to talk about. Um, all right, but, I mean, honestly, besides, like, puzzle games, can can you... And, like, sports games, I guess. Can you think of nonviolent video games? But, all right, let's, I mean, let's the, define violence right now. Are, are you, yeah, you going to say... You, that Mario stomping on the head of a Goomba, is that violent? I'm going to say no. Okay. All right, so then there's the boundary. So do we need blood in order for it to be violent? I don't think we need blood. I think we just need, like, I guess, like, I don't know. Does it make Mario more sadistic that while he's, like, stomping on things, there's, like, such happy music playing? Oh, I never really is thought it about like, it like that. <laughs> is it like orange? Is he like singing, singing in the rain while he's oh like stomping on Goombas? You're right. That is, whoa, that is a breakthrough. Wow, <laughs> it all makes so much sense now. That is crazy. He's actually just really sadistic. That is really sadistic. That is terrifying. Now that is terrifying. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Um, anyway. No, I, okay. I would draw the line at, like, I don't think that, like, cartoony platformers, so unless they are perverted in that way to include violence, I don't think those are inherently violent. I don't think that they, like, satisfy a, like, violent urge or anything like that. So or what you know, about, like, a Ratchet and Clank? I mean, that, like, actively includes weapons. Yeah, I know, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's like, on the lower side still. Like, okay, I, so you're, again, you're, like, it doesn't fetishize violence. Okay, so you're, so you're saying that um, you, you can sort of you know take the take the violent act out of, or do you can take the violence out of a violent act in a way by by sort of demoralizing it into a cartoony form, like like Ratchet and Clank. See, now you're making me sound like a sociopath. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Actually, that did kind of sound kind of creepy. <laughs> yeah. I put it like that. <laughs> Like, I'm fucking terrifying. Right there. Like, <laughs> was... Is that how you justify it to yourself? Burn <laughs> <laughs> down that orphanage. <laughs> okay, um. Alright, but no, okay. I mean, I mean, you can, t- I mean. I don't There's I... a difference between Mortal Kombat right. and, and Mario. Like, in Mortal Kombat, you, like, the violence is, like, a. More a realistic? Of... Yeah, it's. Hum- humanoid more... figures? Well, but even in, like, a fat princess, like, that's, like, kind of violent. Like, there's a lot of blood and guts, and, like, you're blowing people up and jibbing them and stuff like that. So would you consider that? Or what about, like, uh, an explosion, man? Like, uh, when you blow up and they all turn into, like, meat products. I don't think that counts. (laughs) 
it's such a, okay, so I guess like it's hard to kind of define what actually makes a so so I guess we're saying are are we going to specifically be talking about violence or gore? Because I think that's the distinction that we're we're going here. Well, I think that the, the violence is subjective then at this point, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, true. I guess if I was like you know maybe a parent in the in the eighties, I'd be like, this kid's you know is uh, possessed by the devil. They're jumping on mushrooms and things. That's apparent in the eighties. That sounds like the fifties or the forties, boy. That sounded like a ninety-year-old grandmother. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, I don't know. Like, like, would you I consider mean, Pac-Man going around eating ghosts violent? No. Okay. Again, like, I think there's a, a level of detachment, especially with that. Like, no one there is a human. Right. Really. Well, I mean, I guess maybe the ghosts were at some point. <laughs> no, no, we discussed this last time. <laughs> we're not going to get back into it. It was really depressing. So let's just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> So I guess then, like, all right. So I guess okay. We'll just excruciating violence. Yeah, we'll take with it that it's subjective. Okay. And that we'll take everything over the ratchet and clank line of demarcation. Okay. As at least somewhat violent. Okay. That sounds good. All right. Uh, So uh, I guess kind of then, you know, could you have like a doom? Without the violence. No. I mean, Would maybe, you want to maybe someone else. Shake could... You're shaking hands with cyber demons. No, so, yeah, I mean, the the story, I guess, or, or what you know, whatever the story, you know, really may be, or however it was told, it was it it incorporated violence into it. I mean, maybe you could create a game that you're going around, you know, killing these devilish, evil-looking monsters, and I guess, I mean, I guess that's subjective. Maybe people think that they look cute. I don't know. I thought that they always looked evil. I thought that they tried to make them look evil. (laughs) I don't know. I'm just saying. It could be subjective. (laughs) Everything's subjective. I'm just... Maybe you like the demons. I don't know. I'm just just covering all bases here, alright? This is a very touchy line. This is thin blue line. (laughs) That's the least touchy line. (laughs) Whatever, alright? Um, yeah, I I think I mean maybe you could make a game with all those characters, but I, I just don't think that you put it in that you couldn't put it in that setting and just go around like handshaking. I mean maybe you could just go around giving each of the things candy, right? And then you have to go and collect candy, and that's what you find in all those weapon boxes, and you get and you get different kinds of candy. <laughs> okay, so what you're saying is that like you maybe like you find the right kind of candy for the right demon. Yeah. And like that's what makes them not want to attack you anymore. Like, like imps, or they don't even have to be attacking you. They could just be sad. You could just be giving them like you could be like, oh, which medication am I supposed to be giving these demons? And you know, you'll go, you'll pick up some like Prozac and, and just you know, just a whole bunch of different kinds of like uh, medications, and you just and give you them put to the those demons. into a rocket launcher. <laughs> you put those into a <laughs> rocket launcher, and and yeah, and you get an elephant gun, and uh, yeah, that's it. Oh, they don't use elephant guns enough in in shooters. So, so what would the BFG be called uh, in this happier version of Doom? Um, the big funny, funny gun. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, the it would be the the best friends 
Uh, best friend generator. Best friend generator. Yeah, best friend generator. Okay. Woo. Okay. Ooh, gotta set up bit. Goof averted. Okay. Um. But yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't know. Do you think you could have done that game without violence? Well, I guess like. I mean, I guess like. I was a peace studies major, guys. I just want to say that. What did um, you say? But like I think that like if there are other cases in games where like violence being the core kind of mechanic of it that it's like based off of is kind of necessary for that game to exist. And I guess you can debate later like whether or not that game should exist. But like if you're gonna have a Doom or you're gonna have uh, you know something like that. I I guess especially at the time when like story you know, ways of storytelling were kinda of limited. Sure. That they like needed the violence to get you through it. I don't know. I mean, so. Uh, what, but <sighs> do, do you think that there's too there's uh, too great of a reliance on it? I mean, th- there has to. I mean, I think it, what it comes down to is that is that violence adds stakes to whatever you're doing, and the reason that you're playing this video game is because there's high stakes. Like for whatever video game it is, there's there there's high stakes, or else why are you playing it? You know, it, it's not a it's not an yeah. ordinary day. It's supposed to be something extraordinary. So to do that, you, you have to kind of just go all out and, and make it as extraordinary as possible. Well, I think that like you can not to say that violence is I, all the only extraordinary thing, but you know. No, no, no. I, I just what you're saying, and then I was trying to you know, I guess contextualize it too, and like, but I think that like, I guess like. Violence itself too can get boring after a while. Yeah, like, I mean, there's plenty of first-person shooters that we've started and did not finish, and it's just, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, God, because like, because like there's so much realer violence in another video game that we could be playing. I know, right? <laughs> no, but that, that's like it's true. Like it can get like grating after a while. It's like I think one game that is hyper-violent but like spreads it out pretty well is Condemned. Yeah, I've only started. I've just started um, playing that, so I haven't gotten too far into it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. uh, which is the second one, right? No, the first one. The second one wasn't on Xbox Live to download, so. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, for for condemned, it's like um, you know, they they breathe it with like detective parts. Yeah. And same thing, even with like you know, Batman's not like. I mean, Batman still has a lot of violence in it. Um, right. But they like try to breathe it out with there's, story beats. There's still puzzle that. stuff, and yeah, yeah, that, that's true. There, that, there doesn't just have to be nothing but violence the whole time. Is what you're saying? Like, um, I mean, there weren't really puzzles in Doom, but there were those key cards that you had to collect. I mean, was that really? Yeah, and I mean, there's things that were a pain in the ass in Doom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, that's what sorry, ID Clip sorry, was for. John. Yeah, exactly. That's what ID Clip was for. Don't worry. About it. Um. Um, I watched Doom last weekend. That's right, you did watch Doom. Yeah. I saw uh, I saw a screener, I, or uh, I was at a pre-screen for Doom in the theaters. Yeah, I mean it wasn't great. No, it wasn't really good. Um, I, I kind of enjoyed it fun. though. I thought I thought The Rock was awesome. Yeah, me too. Carl Urban's not bad, dude. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Carl Urban was actually pretty good. That. Okay, I'm actually so. excited for that new uh, new Star Trek. Um, oh yeah, so much. But uh, but anyway, but yeah. So I think that like because of Doom, though, I think we got a whole bunch of like Doom clones that just relied on violence and just kind of fetishized it. In that sense, like blood. Yeah. Like the game blood. Yeah, yeah no, just, yeah, I know. <laughs> that was uh, just killing people. 
and just like really like you had um I remember you had like flamethrowers that were like aerosol cans and a lighter. Yes, yes. That was crazy. Uh, yeah, that game was pretty great. Um, <laughs> by Doom, but by Blood again. Um, <laughs> All right, but what are some of the big violence in video game scandals that you can remember? Oh, Thrill Kill. Oh, Thrill Kill was huge. Yeah, that was huge. Did you ever play it? No, I never did. Did you? Yeah. How was it? Uh, it's bad. It's not a good game. <laughs> so wait, so uh, go through the the whole rigmarole that went around Thrill Kill then. Yeah, that was um, I don't know where it was developed. If it was like UK or anything like that, but um. It was just a really violent fighting, like an overly violent fighting game. Yeah. Like you could limbs, um, you could like, I don't even remember all the things you could do, but it was for PlayStation 1. Um, but it was deemed so violent that uh, it wasn't released in its current form. I believe it became like the, uh, the Wu-Tang Clan fighting game or something like that. Oh, did it actually become Wu-Tang? Nice. Yeah. Uh, but it was just overly violent. Like again, you oh, you, you can like rip off someone's like arm and beat them with it and things like that. Nice, sounds awesome. Um, I think they're like buzz saws and things. You like put people's heads. Like there were just crazy ways to kill people. Um, but the game just played terribly. I had a friend that like did the slop trick and was able to play it. Oh yeah, and um, it just wasn't good. Nice. What about, what about uh, you? Do, do you remember all the hoopla there was around Mortal Kombat? Oh yeah. And not and so much so that they had, they ended up making the blood blue, so it was sweat in the SNES version of Mortal Kombat. And, and there was no blood code for the SNES one; you could only get it uh, through Game Genie. But and uh, you could actually put in the blood code in the Genesis version. Yeah, I remember that. I remember being jealous that a friend of mine had the uh, the Genesis version. But the but the Super Nintendo version looked so much better. But the Genesis version yeah. had the blood. Um, again, that was like such a great. <sighs> That was such a great game, and like, um, especially back then, like at arcades, like it was yeah. such a, it was such a hit, and it's just like I guess like the violence at that point was like a spectacle. Yeah. No. Yeah. Definitely. Like, if someone, if someone could do the fatalities, like that person was awesome, and we all got yeah. to see like someone's like head get ripped out. And, and because fine. those the, those caricatures were. I mean, those were like the realest things that we had ever seen on a screen getting killed. Like before that, yeah, like yeah. scanned people. Yeah, <laughs> those are scanned. Yeah, exactly. Now l l let me ask you: uh, Do you think that now I I'm not going to say that I don't think that there should be any ratings for games and that we should, you know, just go crazy with it? But do you think that by, you know, some of these scandals, uh, things that we actually put a mystique around some of the violence and sort of like put it on a pedestal because of that, and then? just add to the game, and you just, like, give the game... I mean, it obviously gives the game a whole bunch of press, uh, but, yeah, do you think it just kind of... It almost... It fetishizes itself by condemning it? Like, the kids are going to be like, whoa, why is this getting condemned? Yeah, and I think sometimes that that's what crappy games use. Yeah, that's what... Yeah, exactly. Well, kind of like with Thrill Kill. Yeah, exactly. Or, like, Postal. Yeah, Postal, yeah. Yeah, Postal like is not great. Postal's never been a good series. No. Uh, and I played, I played the first one yeah, because violent. it was like be such a big thing yep. over how violent it was. Just it was like just dumb. Piss on people or something crazy like that. Yeah, yeah, that was, it was bad. Yeah, like uh, I didn't like playing. Like it wasn't a good game. Is no. what it came down to. Exactly. And I think that that's the thing that like I think like authority figures and people like that like forget is like even if a game's super violent, if it's not a good game, people aren't like, gonna go for it. Well, 
yeah, people are going to come back to it at least after a while. Like, like God of War, there's a reason that has, you know, three sequels now. Yeah. As of, you know, last week. Um, so do you think um, that when a game does get deemed as ultra-violent and then the developer or the distributor or whatever jumps all over that fact and, like, starts using that as its press mechanic, do you think that's when you're just like, this has to be a crappy game? Because if it wasn't, they would just... They wouldn't even say anything about it and just sell the game on its merits alone. Um, I think that sometimes that can be a uh, a warning sign. Because I guess, like, like what, what do you think? Uh, Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, I was gonna say, like, for instance, uh, like Duke Nukem. Yeah. Was something that like they were like just showing like oh it's you know it's gonna be just as shocking and violent and badass as it was back then it's just gonna be the pile of shit. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. But remember with, uh, I guess, um, this is going to be weird because I, I was just talking about how much I wasn't all that thrilled going back to it, but when Bulletstorm was released, there was like a huge scandal on, on Fox News about it because of some of the uh, uh, achievement names and they were talking about how it was like yeah. one of the most disgusting games ever, but I don't remember People Can Fly saying like anything about it. Like I don't remember them responding to it at all. Maybe they did, but I don't remember it. Well, it was funny because like the swearing was more what they like made a big deal out of yeah. over the... Uh... Like I'm saying, what people can can find it, the violence. Like it was like dictative. Yeah, yeah, that was marketing for that. Was dictative. Oh, you're right. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Never mind. That was totally proven wrong right there. <laughs> but, um, but I guess it wasn't violence. But it was still another extreme. It was like a different extreme. Yeah. We'll be tackling and swearing in two weeks. <laughs> uh, the dictate podcast <laughs> uh, coming up. Um, but you know, Doom Two also there was just you know huge, huge stories around that when it came out, and just, like, satanic elements and things like that. Um, I don't... Yeah. yeah. And I don't know, like, I feel like nowadays, though, um, there are still, like, pretty brutal games, but for the most part, I feel there aren't, like, 90% of the games that you see will not be that may feature violence and it may be kind of you know there may be some bad parts to it but it won't be like that over the top or that realistic with it what about dead space with the uh, the eyeball well, so that that one again that's so disgusting uh, but do you think that's i mean that's, that's trying to shock though that's going for horror and that's why it's being so out you know just like crazy with it and everything well uh, I mean, is it that much worse than, yeah, like, that's not, that game is probably not much worse than a hostile movie. Well, no, but, I'm, but what I'm saying is that, like, if you were to, to you know, take a, a uh, like, a stadium full of people or whatever and show them that one scene and then and show them also, like, a scene of, like, uh, Call of Duty and, like, shooting people in that, what, you know, one thing would get, like, they would get totally different reactions and you'd probably turn off a whole crap load of people just, you know, with the most outrageous scene in Dead Space over, like, the most outrageous scene in Call of Duty. Yeah. Right? And or am I out of yeah. my mind on that? No, no, I agree with you. Um, I think even like, you know, something like a a Call of Duty, though, it is like, you know, it's like a regular action movie. And yeah, like A definitely. lot of people die, but it's that, like, it doesn't, like, focus in on it so right. much that you, like, really have to, like, I guess, think twice about it. Or uh, Modern Warfare or at least kind of made you think about that. When uh, like the bomb went off and stuff like that, that was it had yeah. a couple of thinking parts to it. But 
again, even those like scenes are are very rare to see in any like even though it was only like a five minute scene and it was very powerful and you know totally different from everything else, you won't even see that five minute scene or anything that'll you know uh, get that much of an emotional reaction out of a player in you know just just any shooter. Like a lot of them will just be like whatever, yeah. we're just gonna shoot. But at the same time, I think that like Call of Duty, they they want it both ways with that stuff to like, yeah, have uh, yeah, like, cook them. Right, yeah. Oh, war, it's so bad. Now let's kill some, some Rusties. Right. You're right, you're right. Yeah, that was very true. Like, I mean, that's the problem. It's like, you know, there is the quote, like, you know, um, I forget who said it, but like, there, there could be no true anti-war movie. Right, yeah. Uh, well, no, uh, I thought they were all anti-war movies. Like, is that what... I thought it was like there couldn't be because even like an anti-war movie still glorifies like war in some oh, way. Okay. I thought it was all war movies know. showed like the horrors of war no matter what. Oh <laughs> uh, shoot! Maybe, <laughs> wait. Um. <laughs> anyway, just move on. Well, it's one of those, it's it's one of those, one of those two. So, <laughs> either all, but I was gonna say that even though. No, let's just go with you. Yeah. Let's go with yours here, just so that it proves your point. Well, 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 well yeah, thank you. We'll, we'll trade off first. Okay. Um, so uh, my point is that, like, even if a game tries to do that, like, you know, Call of Duty occasionally tries to do, and be like, man, well, what is it good for? Um, do you think that like it is possible for them to like have there be a game that is violent that doesn't condone? No violence. Um, uh, I don't know. What about like uh, Silent Hill: Shattered Memories? That's kind of violent, yeah. but not condoning violence. Like you, you, you can't do anything about the violence, well, you, but there's violence all yeah, around you. you. Yeah, you don't participate in it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. And I guess uh, and I'll bring it for a thousand time. Uh, Mirror's Edge, you begin able oh, to take true. a. Yeah pacifist way out of things and not kill anyone. Um, so I think there are, there are creative ways people can work around violence sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I guess what it, like, you just, you just don't feel, I don't know, I mean, I guess a lot of times when you're playing a video game, it's, you like feeling like the superhero or whatever, and when, in the games that we just mentioned, you don't really always feel like superhero just because you can be taken out so easily. Yeah, I mean, is it? But again, these I are action-type games. Yeah, and I guess like Fallout Three, you can talk you to sorry, you can talk a lot you, of But you can't. I mean, you can't just walk from one end of the wasteland to the other. And I mean, I guess I suppose That's you true. could. If super mutants came up to you, they would not want to chat. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, there are hostile beings that you have to deal with. But that. That new uh, trailer for Black Ops 2 does look pretty good, though, huh? I know, I know. Did you listen to the Giant Bombcast about it yet? No, not uh, yet, but I, I read some of the stuff. That nice. Looks pretty, looks pretty good. <laughs> Is that <laughs> yeah, Should we leave it off on that? <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> well, all right, so what are some of your favorite violent games? Wow, some of my favorite violent games? Oh, God. I mean, like... I mean, we've actually talked about... Like, uh, some of the older 
Mortal Kombat games, like when, when I would be in like the store, you know, trying to buy them, and my parents would be there, and they would obviously have to be paying for it, and I'd, and I'd somehow feel like I was tricking them into buying me some contraband by them getting me like a Mortal Kombat game. Like those, that oh, yeah. was those were always that was a great feeling back then. <laughs> I feel like PC was so much more violent than console. Oh yeah, back no, then. it definitely was. Um, I didn't have a good, man. a very good PC back then. Like I could run Doom two, and that was pretty much it. Yeah, that was. I mean, that that definitely that definitely counted. Um, what about you? I'm trying to think. It's my favorite violent games. Um, MDK. Yeah, murder, death, kill. Yeah. Uh, um, that was pretty good. Um, uh, I mean, God of War was pretty God crazy. Was really crazy. Played it. Um, I'm trying to think of what else back then. Like, even like Resident Evil was violent. That. Resident Evil is always really great. But I mean, these are all. You know. Yeah, but Resident Evil got like it's violent. It's, it, I guess like. That game satisfaction comes more from like, I guess like pacing and the survival okay. aspect than. Right. All right. Well, I would I would say Dead Space as well is one. Of, I mean, like, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Stomping on the necromorphs is very very just like uh, it's relaxing almost. You're just like yeah, oh, get yeah. some tension out here. I mean, and that's violent as fuck. <laughs> yeah, those games can be real fun though. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, uh, you know, violence is, is something that can, like, it can actually be a super satisfying thing in games. Um, I guess, like, it's... I hope it doesn't cause messed up stuff in people. I hope people that play violent games can, like, tell the difference between game and reality. Right. And, I mean, a lot of times, like, I guess in, like, a Dead Space type of example... The reason that that violence is so, uh, I get not relaxing, but you know, it's like it's such like a, a relief, is because of how tense you've been the whole time, waiting for something to happen. Like it's all about the atmosphere that you were put in. That the that the uh, the violence at the end is just like a payoff. Yeah, and, and that's uh, kind of crazy. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and uh, John, do you remember the the old uh, the Punisher game from like eight years ago? <laughs> just just call me John. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, okay. right. I'm a, <laughs> um, your name? <laughs> this is weird. Uh, I what was it? I don't remember. You actually, like, you like torture people and stuff in it. It was not. It was like oh, it was sure. at the point of not being fun. No, I didn't actually remember that at all. No. Um, and that's another thing with like uh, what when you're talking about something like that, you're torturing people and you're just like, this is too much right now. Same thing with like hot coffee and you know like interacting and like those sex scenes. You're just like. uh this is just weird right now. <laughs> I yeah. don't think I really want to be doing this. <laughs> yeah, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, exactly. When things like that happen. I mean, like... I mean, I hate to say, like, the violence should be earned like the sex should be, but, like, in a way, like, you have to justify it with something. Like, you can't, like... Even when you're playing, like, an evil character, um, I don't know, you need to at least feel... Like it doesn't hit too close to home when you do right. those things, right? Yeah, that's true. Uh, or else it just kind of makes the whole thing again real awkward. Yeah, pretty true. So violence is, violence isn't a necessary component, but and too much violence is bad. Let's just go. Let's just 
you know, if that's all you're selling it on, you 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 got to think of something else. You got to do something else. You can't just sell but something. Like it'll be super fun. <laughs> but then, I mean, that's a that's another aspect, though. I mean, the gameplay. If the gameplay is good, then that's probably where most of the time went. Yeah. Because I, I mean, right. it's definitely it's definitely not easy to do gameplay in a game or get the controls down because we see how many times people get it wrong. Oh yeah, if, I mean that, that, that's absolutely true. And I think that like it, I guess it's understandable that like you find one aspect of like oh we've got you know cool kills in one section let's make the whole thing crazy yeah um yeah that can definitely happen but like uh, you know having more to it than just, you know, violence, you know, isn't great. And I think that, like, again, like, a game like a Condemn, like, you space out the violence and all that stuff, it makes it more impactful. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And actually like, matter more. Meaningful, yeah. Uh, yeah, well yeah, said, Alex. And, yeah, but, um, uh, like you said, I think that, you know, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be the core of everything. I think that, you know, you should be able to explain it to people and not have it come off like a hateful Yeah. Definitely know, yeah, exactly. Thing. Like even like a Gears of War where like you're just spending most of your time killing people and stomping on people's heads, at least you can like, you know, talk to like the cooperative element and things of that, like that that make it a game worth playing. Exactly. Huh. Well I think nice. that I think we just wrapped it up in a neat little package. I think so too. <laughs> Sorry if I sound um, sarcastic. <laughs> 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 so just gonna do a little housekeeping here, um, guys. You can find us uh, on the Twitters at Gaming <laughs> with a G. Yeah. Uh, find us on the internet at Gaming without a G. That <laughs> <laughs> sounds confusing. It's just you. Yeah. Um, you can email us. Give us suggestions of games to play, anything like that. At uh, what's that email address again? I forgot. Griefedpodcast at gmail dot com. Yeah, just send us anything. Uh, games you want us to play? Questions for Tony Hawk? Yeah, oh, yeah, um, yeah. We'll we'll talk to him. I think we're gonna get him on the show next week, so uh, we're gonna try to. <laughs> yeah. So and uh, uh, please rate us on iTunes. Somebody. <laughs> Somebody, please. <laughs> Anybody. Um. Uh, and uh, yeah, and we'll uh, we'll as always uh, see you next week. Yeah. Have a good one. <laughs> <laughs>